That's Joel. James, fire him. Bathrooms are back to the left. Are we on? Yeah. All right. Welcome to church. Uh, no cell phones and all that good stuff. All right. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get, uh, um, go to our chat line and I can answer your questions and comments uh, as we move forward here. And good morning, everybody again. All right. Um, a lot of stuff to just, uh, uh, to talk about today. Uh, anybody here for the first time? Wow. Amazing. Any questions? How did you, what's your first name? Lauren. Lauren, how did you hear about us? Take the mic for me. Uh, Politicon. Oh, really? That was good, huh? It was incredible. I saw yeah. you there for the last two years. Do I know? I, I, I think I've seen you there for the last oh, two yeah. years. Yeah. Any questions for me? Not off the top of my mind, no. Oh, okay. Uh, did you say you hear, right, pass it down to him? What's your first name? Uh, Leo. How did you hear about us? YouTube. Any questions for me? Yeah. I, um, I'm glad everybody's here the first time, folks, too. Yeah. I still stay with my, my family or my parents. How old are you? 20, 24. What? I know. <laughs> Beta. I know. What's wrong with you? I'm still trying to figure it you out, You have too. HDHD? <laughs> <laughs> at 24, you're still living at home? Yeah, it's pretty miserable. Why? Um, I think it was, I would say the mother, maybe? Or the the way mother in you? You said the mother in you? Yeah, maybe. Uh, in other words. Um, when do you plan to move? 25. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what does it feel like to be at home at 24? Terrible. It does. I yeah. bet. As a man. Yeah. Or, you know. uh, do you date? No. I mean, like, have I dated recently? No, but, you know. Uh, have you dated since being 24? Living no. at home with your parents? No, no, no. Just like, you know, like, hidden runs. What? Like, like you know, like hookups. Hookups? <laughs> <laughs> Do you hook up at home? No. no, no. Do they know you live with your parents? No. Oh. No. I don't blame you. Don't tell him. I wouldn't. I don't think a woman would want a man that lives at home with her parents. Yeah. Are you waiting for a woman to come and marry you and take you away? (laughs) 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 Is that what you're waiting for? Oh, no. No? Yeah. Are you working? Yeah. Get two. How many jobs you have? Just one. Get another job and move. All right? Yeah. Are you afraid to move? No. Mm-mm. You sure? Yeah. Would they let you move? They, they'd say no. I, th- I think if they had a choice, they'd probably say no. They'll say no? Your father, too? No. My, my, father, my father would say, yeah, get out. Your father wants you out of there. Yeah, yeah. But the mama won't let you? I don't think so. She, want, she would say, like, you got to be secure, which I can understand, like, financially and stuff. No. But don't understand that. That's not good. You don't want to be comfortable in life. Right. That's you need the challenges to grow. Mm-hmm. So, you have a question for me? Yeah, so since I'm still staying with my parents, I have a younger brother, and you know, I've been watching your videos for a while. You know how the mother. Speak up a little bit loud for me. Uh, since I stay with my parents still, 
Um, I have a younger brother. Right. And he's 13. Um, after watching your videos, you know, seeing how the mother can be, can stop your growth. Yeah. Uh, I see that still happening. Or she's doing that with my younger brother. Yeah. And I'm seeing the effects of what that is as 24. Um, yeah. And I want to stop that. Um, I try to tell her, but she doesn't. She doesn't change. Right. Um, so how and my father's still in the house. I, I I try to tell him too. But what's something I can do to make what sure? What does to, your father say when you tell him? It's kind of more like I know. I know. It's like a. <laughs> He's like I know, but I can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I try to like if I think that she's babying him, my yeah. younger brother. Yeah. I'll tell my dad, and it just kind of no. I don't. I don't even know if, if he knows how to. Uh, right. Because his dad was wasn't yeah. there when he was young too. So your question is, is what? Like, how do? What do I do to kind of stop that so my younger brother doesn't become an example so your brother can see it? Mm-hmm. You know, you move out, work hard, work two jobs if you have to get your own place, mm-hmm. save your money, start living right, and your brother will see that and he'll follow after you. Because little brothers tend to look up to big brothers. Yeah. And so if he see you doing it, he would do it too. So become an example for him. Don't live at home at 24 because you can't tell him anything if you're still living at home. Right. Especially at 24. Yeah. And then stop the hookups. What the hookup mean? <laughs> As if I didn't know. <laughs> Wait until you get married. No more hookups. Yeah. All right. So move out, you know, set an example for your little brother. Okay. And he will move out when it's time. All right. That makes sense? Yeah. All perfect. right. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. And the first one's over here, the first time. Oh, right here, you two? Oh, okay. Pass the mic over here for me. Thank you. Hi. How'd you find us? Uh, actually, I'm here with my sister. I don't really know what's happening here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> so you don't know anything about us? Um, not much, to be honest, but I'm open. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, stay open. We got a lot to share with you. Cool. All right. Is this your first time? Uh, yeah, it is my first time. Oh, good. What's your first name? Eva. Eva, any question or anything you want to ask me? Um, let me think. How um, old are you? I'm 25. Would you ever date a man that lives with his parents at 25? <laughs> um... It depends, you know, I'm from Germany, so I'm, oh. I, I used to live here, uh-huh. but I feel like the price in L.A., it's, it's really hard to really, like, live in L.A. nowadays because the rent's so high. Right. So I went to college here, and the men have, like, three jobs, but they still can't really afford a place to stay. So what do you feel like most men can do to really change this? Because it is expensive here. Yeah. And in Germany, it's, like, different regulated, so almost everyone can get an apartment for cheap, so everyone moves out at 20. So most of the guys are gone with 18. Right. But here, I mean, they're 30, so still with my mom. Yeah, they're beta males here. Um, what I recommend for them is that they grow up, and then we start voting out the wrong people in the office, especially here in California, so we can vote in the right people, and, and the, uh, we'll stop paying all this money for illegal aliens and abortions and um, government stuff for folks. But we got to vote in the right people. Well, who's right? What's what? right? Who's right? Who's right? Yeah. Those that uh, put the, the state before themselves. 
you know, that would do right for the people, mm-hmm. realize that they work for the people. And so right now, they, they, it's controlled by Democrats right now, and they don't realize that they're working for us. They have been convinced that we work for them, so they're wasting our money. Mm. We got to change that. Yeah, and there are also many homeless here. So yeah, to be uh, homeless people everywhere. And so if we can vote in the right people, that would change. That's why I'm not really in favor of people moving from California, because if you move away, those same people are going to move to wherever you are, and they're going to change those cities too. Mm-hmm. At some point, you have to fight back. Yeah. Yeah, so... Well, did you, uh, so are you just here visiting right now? I used to live here for right. two years. I went to college, and now I'm here for two weeks. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here, too. Yeah, right in front of you. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Jesse. How you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you? Uh, no, man, is good. <laughs> All is well. well. What's your first name? Arjun. How did you hear about us? Uh, it's Savage Moments. They get a job. Oh, yeah. Those are great. Savage huh? Moments. Yeah, they're amazing. Man, I hate watching myself, but I watch Savage Moments. Yeah. And I'm cracking up the whole it's time. It's good because it's like you get something to, oh, wow, this is like different from yeah. what people are saying, right? And yeah. then I said, okay, I'm going to listen more to what he's saying. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I found out about it. Well, I'm glad you're here. Any questions yeah, me for too. me? Yeah, I have two questions actually for yeah. you. Uh, the first one is, I think I know the answer, but I want to... Run it by you. Okay. Because you say that if in order to return to God, you want to go through the Father. Yes. The earthly Father, right? Right. Even if they're pathetic, weak, beta examples of it? Yes. Uh, my question is, how do you do that if they're weak, pathetic examples? Good question. Don't um, resent him. Right, okay. Don't, ha- don't have any anger toward your earthly Father at all. Yeah. And you can be honest with him. You don't have to go drinking with him and all that, right? But just don't resent him. And if you don't resent him, then you love him. And love is not something you feel, right? Yeah. But you love your earthly father. And through him, you go back to God. Okay. You can, you know, find so, God. So when I do, I talk to him and I, I told him, like, when I forgave him, that I'm gonna, I want to tell you the truth now from yeah. now on. Yeah. So, but in telling him the truth about him or me or whatever... He will get angry at it, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, now I don't, I used to, when he would get angry, I would sort of, like, cower down and, like, go into a, like, you know, withdrawal kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, debate a mode. Yeah. <laughs> but, now, but now I just kind of see it happening, and I think, oh, that's interesting. Right. Sort of thing, right? That's right. So, but it's still a little tricky because I feel like, I, I'm sad that he doesn't understand. Right. Like I can see now more where he's coming from. Like he's yes. had a hard life. He's had, you know, a lot of challenges and that sort of thing. And he's never had anyone to love him, meaning that to understand that he's in a fallen state, he can't help it yeah. and not judge him. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So it's getting there on that. Um, the second question is: ha- Have you been to seminary before? Have I gone to one? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'll give you background. So I, I go to a church up in uh, Alameda. I live, we live in San Francisco. This is my sister and my mom. Oh, hey, sister and mom. <laughs> <laughs> we, we came down from San Francisco. So I go to a, a church there. I think it's a Baptist church. And I shared some of, the, some of your videos, some of your church videos. Yes. And they said that uh, you were a fake Christian who was misleading people. Right. And he said one of the reasons was that he asked people, like pastors or whoever, um, that, about you. And they said that you never went to seminary. 
No. So I don't know. Oh, you mean like one of those preacher schools? I don't know what it is. No. I just wanted to ask you about it. It's so <laughs> dumb. I would never listen to a person who went to a preacher school. Oh, okay. Because just think about this. If God called you to do something, why can't he prepare you? You know, he's God, yeah. right? And how does a teacher know, a physical teacher know what God will have you do or say? That doesn't make any sense at all. It's a ripoff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, a total, it's another way for those schools to make money. Because it's just not logical yeah. at all. Tell yeah. him I said he's dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and to come on my radio show. Yeah, I've been, I've been <laughs> asking him. What a fallen state. I've been asking him. I'm waiting for some examples of, like, why you're wrong about something. Right. Or how you've lied, because that's what he's, like, accusing yeah. me of, right? Yeah. So. Have him to show you. Ask him when yeah. he come on the show. I told him to call your show. And, and what did he say? He said, uh, maybe. Uh, okay. Yeah. Call, tell him I said he's a beta. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just send him the YouTube video so he'll yeah. see it for himself. <laughs> but see, those people, they want you to believe that all what you need in life need to come from them, that they need to teach you. When God clearly said, let no man teach you, but the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. And that's why you have to return back to the kingdom of heaven within. And in there, it's amazing. Everything you are, everything you want to know, everything you need to know is right with you already. It's not on the outside, it's on the inside. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here. You still live with your parents? No, I I moved out around a year ago. How old are you? Uh, 26. Oh, why it took so long? <laughs> well, I didn't why know. Why not at 18? I, I, well, I did. I, well, I, moved to, I went to college, and then when I came back from college, I moved out. I, I lived in my own apartment. Oh. And then I, I thought, oh, man, I'm only, like, sleeping here, and then I'm at work all day, so might as well move home and save some money. Wow. So, <laughs> so I did that. I moved in with my dad first for, like, a year. So my parents are divorced, right? So. Right. They live in different places. So I lived there for a year, and I saw that that was not working at all. Yeah. So then I moved out, and I moved to my mom's place. And then, well, she wasn't there, so they went to Sweden for a year. Oh, okay. Um, so I was living there by myself, but I still saw that, like, it wasn't really working. Good, man. Because there was, you know, the assignment I did in fourth grade, and, I don't know, pictures from when I was young. So I still felt like a baby. <laughs> so... Yeah. So I saw, I was like kind of, I didn't, I guess I knew it, but then when you said it, I was like, oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's the message. Yeah, save um, your money yeah. and buy yourself an apartment building or something. Yeah. Rent it out. One thing will lead to another. Yeah. But you need those challenges in order to grow up. And that's how you discover your relationship with God, too, because you can tell if you really trust him or not rather than trusting someone else. Mm-hmm. Good, man. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. Oh, I'm glad you're fun. here. Yeah. Are you doing hookups too? No, no, I, I stopped that. I used to have like a lot of problems. I used to be addicted to sex and porn and masturbation and stuff. We don't say masturbation. The ladies oh, are here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but to, uh, to M. Yeah. <laughs> and you're uh, overcoming all that. Yeah. Good, man. Yeah. Are you doing the silent prayer? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Day. Stay with it, no matter what happens. Stay yeah. with it, yeah. because you're still going to need the mind of God to guide you. Yeah. And I, I missed it one morning, and, I, and everything went wrong that day. Yeah. yeah. And I realized, yep, I got to do it. All well, right. I'm glad you're here. I'll pass the mic. Yeah. Uh, this your first time? Yeah, it's my first time. How old are you? I'm 17. Oh, good. So you, any questions about anything? I What's do your have, first name? Annie. Annie. Yeah. I do have a 
question. I guess one, like the biggest thing that's going on in my life right now is that I'm applying to college and I'm deciding whether I should go next year or not, or whether I should take a gap year. Right. And one thing I, I think, for, I think you said in one of your shows that like deep inside, like all of us, we know the answer yes. to like questions that we ask, which yes. I really thought was interesting because I've noticed that throughout my life. Like whenever I've done big things, like I've always known what I really want to do, but for some reason I like overcomplicate it. Yeah. So with this process, I've done the same thing where I like applied to so many schools. I was like, okay, I'm going to open as many doors for myself as possible, but I can't seem to close them. And then I'm just torn between all these doors and I don't right. know where to go through. Yeah. So, but then I'm like, okay, should I not go to any college at all? Should I just take a gap year and like do something? But I don't know. Do you have any advice on that? What do you want to do? Do you want to take off for a year of work and kind of see where it happens after that? I don't know. I kind of want to do everything. <laughs> I what? wish I could live like five lives. I wish I could take a year off and work. And I wish I could go to college right away. And I wish I could do something completely different and maybe just go to another abroad program or learn and travel and I don't know. Well, here's what I recommend. Uh, if you don't know what to do, do nothing. Do nothing? Right. Just That's finish good. high school, and by the time you're done with high school, you will see the next thing to do. Yeah. So if you don't know right now, don't make a decision. It It'll just, be the wrong yeah. decision. It just sucks because they make you decide um, <laughs> before May 1st. <laughs> they do? So then, yeah. Well, that's fine. If yeah. you're not ready to decide, don't let anyone force you to make a decision. Life itself will show you what to do. Sounds good. A lot of people, when they don't know what to do, they'll make up stuff, and it always turns out to be wrong. So just wait and see. If you don't know what to do, wait and see. And so if May 1st you pass and you haven't registered or whatever they want, that shows that it wasn't for you. Yeah. It it doesn't mean anything. So let it go. Cool. Thank you. Just wait and see, yeah. Okay, I'll pass Uh, it. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yes, I'm a, a mom. <laughs> you <laughs> how hear do you me feel, on this? How do you feel hearing that your daughter is not sure about college yet? Oh, I'm perfectly all right with that. Oh, because good. I think uh, you're right. You should really think about what you want to do. Yeah. She actually said uh, a week ago, she said, Mom, I don't really want to go to college. I just want to dance next year. Well, just dance. <laughs> that would your she idea. loves dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to stop dancing. <laughs> now he has a dance company. Yeah. Do, you see what to do. Do what you want to do. Go ahead. No, so um, I appreciate very much that I have two very wise children. Yeah. And Arjun has become wiser than I ever will be, I think. <laughs> so he has taught me some on how to really calm down and think about things. Right on. And I started doing the silent prayer, too. Oh, right on. And um, I think me growing up, I, it was that kind of environment. You just did things. You just ran. And then finally, you end up in a place that's like, oops, this yep. is not really where I wanted to be. Yep. But by then, it's a little late. So you have to transfer over to something different when you're older. That's right. That's why uh, parents should not be making decisions for their children. No, they, they never grow, did, actually. My parents up, never did. they their own decisions. They'll see what to yeah, do. Yeah, but I just thought I had to do certain things. No, I yeah. was never told what to do, actually. Yeah. And I, I grew up in Sweden, so I lived half my life here. Yeah. So I emigrated when I was 20. First, I studied when I was 24, 25 here, and then I just moved here afterwards. You, so you live, so, in, in the, you live in the USA now? Yes. How I've do been, you like it? I've always loved it, but we live in San Francisco, and uh, now I drive around thinking, I don't want to live here anymore. I don't blame you. 
It is uh, much nicer in LA, actually. <laughs> yeah, but it's a mess. A pretty city, but it is. But it's it's the climate, and I've been fighting uh, in the school system to try to help the public school students to be able to do algebra in eighth grade that yeah. the board of education removed and with a group for five years, a very diverse group, but it's useless. I they bet. call you a racist if you want the public school students to be taught algebra in eighth grade. It's, it's I know. very foreign. No, yeah. they hate the kids. It's amazing. Any so, questions for me? No, not, not really. I'm not glad right you're here. <laughs> Thank if something pop up, just let me know and I'll come back to you too. Okay. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, right I'm here. very happy, too. This is your first time, right? Yeah, first time. What's your first name? Matt. Matt, welcome. Thank you. Uh, any questions for me? Uh, none right now. How nice. did you hear about us? Uh, this gentleman right here shared a video with me about uh, six or seven months ago. Right. Been watching the show and church and all that. So. When he first showed you the video, did you go, what the? <laughs> yeah, actually, I, we were talking about that. I kind of thought it was a, if you're just trolling people. Kind of just for jokes, right. and it was it was the get a job video too. It was the first introduction, so right. Uh, but then it was you know took looked a little deeper and uh, saw the truth and what you were saying, and it was great. You live on your own, yes, sir. Oh, good. Uh, I'm glad. You, any questions for me? Um, not right now. No, All just, right. just here for fun. How you doing, sir? This your first time? Me? Uh huh. No, I've, I I came for the first time a couple months ago. Oh, it's okay. My first time back. All right. Well, welcome back. Any question? I'm good right now. Anybody else here for the first time? Oh, first time is here. If you have any questions about it, let me know, all right? Um, Esteban pushed Joel around at times. Esteban liked the little brother, and Joel liked the big brother, and the little brother already harassing the big one. <laughs> Hi. Hi. What's your first name? Megan. Megan, welcome. How did you hear about us? My boyfriend. Your what? My boyfriend. Oh, good. Any questions for me? No, not in particular. Anything you disagree with? Um, I'm pretty open to all opinions. Right on. Do you live with your boyfriend? I do. Beta. And why? Um, because I moved from Toronto. Uh, and they didn't to have a. Uh, they didn't. You move from Canada to here, yeah. and you can find extra apartments. <laughs> <laughs> His apartment was the only one in, t in the whole country. <laughs> you like living with him? I do. You do? Mm -hmm. And why? Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I love our, our place. We've kind of made it our home. Uh, um, amazing. Um, we have... It, Two uh, dogs. Well, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Any questions for me? No, none in particular. All right. And you, this is your first time? It's me, G. Oh, G. Yeah. I thought you lost weight and stuff. Yeah. You living with your girlfriend? I didn't I'm, know this was I'm a G. I'm up. Come at me. John, you knew this was G? You recognize? Where you been, G? I'm here now. That's amazing. How did you lose so much weight? I don't even know. Just so you you letting your girlfriend live with you? Yeah. And why? I'm a marrier anyway, so. But then I, I stay prayed up, so it kind of balances out. I stay prayed up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'll stay prayed like, up. Lord, so. we're about to go to bed. 
Help me, Lord. Help me not to do anything here. Lord, all right. Amazing. Honestly, I was like, I was like, I knew, you know, that that perspective, like your perspective and the bomb perspective. Right. But I felt like to get her, I'd had to kind of like jump into that to pull her out of it real quick. You know what I'm saying? You had to jump into what? To hell. I don't understand. You know, you know, like he's like. I wasn't really. I don't know. I, f- I just feel like if I go into that, I would be able to get her because I liked her. You, I, I didn't want to show up to the first day with a Bible and Bond videos and be like, we can't have sex. You said you, <laughs> I wouldn't you get felt her. like you needed to go into hell to get her. Yeah, and then pull her out of it. That's amazing. Did you know he went into hell to get you? you, didn't know, you didn't know. He wanted to go into hell and get you and bring you out. Did you know that? I didn't know. You thought he came from Canada, huh? <laughs> but you came from hell. Well, not hell, but you know, like all that. But you can date her without I going did, to hell? I did for a while. And then when I was like, you know... Right. Yeah, we stayed a long time, and then I was like, "Well, I'm a marrier anyway." So, so why did me, you when, why did you we, marry her then before you let her move in? You could have gone down to the courthouse or anywhere. It's almost like too soon for like so for like her family and all her friends and everyone else, you know. But to me, in my mind, you remember when when you did the interview with those um, Israelites, those black guys, and he was like. I have sex with her. She's my wife. Right. So I felt like after we had sex, she was already my wife. Amazing. Really? Um, like, what amazing. do we just say? So that, what just, makes, what's the difference when you get married? It, do what you want. Of course, I can't, you know. Right. Uh, but you're making a mistake. But I just you, don't see you're how. You're supposed to do right about her. And if you like her that much, you could have easily got married, have a big reception, later and all that kind of stuff. But the man is supposed to lead the woman by being an example, and you're not being an example for her. That's just, just the reality. The reality is you should marry her if you like her that much and do it the right way, and that way God can bless you and help you out. But the way you've done it, it's going to be hell for you. So what do you suggest I just marry her tomorrow then? If you're going to live with her, you love yeah, her? Go, yeah, I'm going to live with her Do you plan regardless. on being with her? Yeah, and having kids and all that. Yeah, if you're going to be with her, I suggest you go downtown and have a quick wedding, you know, get married. Yeah, that's what I was already planning anyways, but yeah. I just want to talk to her dad first real quick. Right, but there's nothing to talk to her father about now. You already got her. <laughs> and you've done everything you could do to her. But just out of respect. But you're showing no respect now. <laughs> I set myself up. <laughs> <laughs> Why <I'm> you sweat? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing that now I want to be on YouTube looking like a fool. Why you uh, acting like this? This is not like you. How you know acting? right from wrong. You smoke pot? Uh, not today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not before church. I'm sorry. Not before church. Oh, but you are smoking pot still. Um. Yes. You know, I got to move on, but I got to say, G, you know right from wrong, you're going to suffer. It's best not to know and do wrong than to know and do wrong. 
really, you know what you're doing, and you're gonna be a yeah, project. Yeah, I, 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 I do know. Yeah, I know you know, and I recommend you ask God, to, you know, go and repent to God, and to do right by this young lady. You know, because if you realize you're wrong and you just do it right, it'll be fine. But if you keep lying to yourself and doing wrong, it's not going to work out for you. It's just not going to work out. Yeah. Because, because you know what's right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you owe her an apology. All right. You know. She'd be convincing me too, though. She'd but, be convincing But that's you? weakness, though. <laughs> still, yeah, that's a beta male. Yeah. And stay off the pot, man. So you can think straight. That's right. That makes sense? Yep. All right. I'm glad to see you, G. Me too. Wow. Glad to see you. You have yourself a halfway good man. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be all the way good, but I haven't seen him in a long time, and something happened along the way. Because <laughs> And he went, no wonder I haven't seen you. You've been down in hell busy. <laughs> I just came to see what you guys were talking about. Well, I'm glad you did, <laughs> But do the right thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, it'll pay off. Do the right thing. You got to be right. You got to have faith. But you got to do the right thing. All right? And it'll work out. I'm glad to see you. All right. Anybody else here for the first time? No? So, um, my biblical question. Oh, James, you have something? Yes. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So, uh, the first super chat is, what is sex before marriage? You, are you, what are you mean, saying? What is sex before marriage? After they smoke pot. Are you saying no no intercourse or no anything? No anything. <laughs> okay. One thing leads to another one. I have never asked, heard about asking me, what is sex before marriage? What about kissing? But thank you for the Stop kissing, Dalai. <laughs> It leads to something else. Um, does everything, Adrian asks, does everything happen for a reason? Is there such a thing as God's plan, quote unquote? Um, God's plan is that those who want to return to him, return to him. Uh, there's cause and effect for everything, but I don't know what they mean if everything happened for a reason. A lot of things don't need to, don't need to happen. So, no. After you've forgiven your parents... Is that when you're truly saved? Uh, once you overcome that anger, totally realize you're wrong, then you shall be saved. Okay, cool. That's it. All right. Thanks for the super chat, too. Um, I had a biblical question. I'm going to move a little fast today because there's so much I want to cover. I want to know, I had a biblical question this week, uh, this past week. Do you discriminate? Uh, how many people discriminate how many discriminate against other people oh good and how many don't discriminate against other people and some of you are just on earth and don't know why (laughs) some of you didn't raise your head about anything (laughs) so you discriminate against other people Uh, how the young lady in the back yeah in the back how do you discriminate against other people well, last weekend, I thought I didn't, but when I started hearing what discrimination is, yeah. I just thought to myself, yeah, I, I do, every day. Yeah. I, I noticed that a lot of people are afraid to say that they discriminate against other people. 
Have you noticed that? Yes. And why is that fear there? Because everybody discriminates. Because you're afraid. Of what? what? Of other people judging you while you're discriminating. But the people that will be judging you for doing it are discriminating themselves. That's true. Isn't that true? Yeah. Have you all noticed that? Everybody discriminates. But then they make you afraid to do it or say it. But you, you, you have no other choice for that. Like, I wouldn't, if I needed an employee, I wouldn't hire anyone and their name is... Uh, eat money. Eat money. Yeah, eat money. <laughs> or big money. Or it, I would know that's trouble. You have to discriminate. You, should, you can't help it, really. So, yes, sir. But shouldn't you doubt that thought of e-money equals bad employee? Oh, hold on for one minute. Good question. Shouldn't you doubt that thought or that discrimination that e-money means a bad employee or what have you? No. I mean, I wouldn't go by thoughts on it. I just know that with those weird names, uh, if it, they're trying to get away from the white people. They don't like white people, so they make up these names. But isn't that... Aren't you believing a thought at that point? I'm sorry? Aren't you believing a thought at that point? No, that's a reality that I happen to know about. Yeah. That's a good question. No, it's not. Uh, but even if it was a thought, I still wouldn't hire e-money. You know? <laughs> it's hard enough working with people, and you don't want to bring someone in knowing that it'll end up being a situation. All right? And... Uh, I want to talk to you, too, about um, there's so much. Did you hear that Chicago has its first black lesbian male? Isn't that amazing? What do you think about that? They hired a black lesbian mayor of Chicago. I, I didn't hear that. Um, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> you think that should happen? I don't, I'm not a, I don't think it should or shouldn't. That's not. Would you vote for a lesbian? Probably not. And then there's a, a man, a white male, that's a, a homosexual who's running for president. Is he running or thinking about it, James? He's running. He's running for president. Would you vote for him? No. Why not? Uh, well, I, I just don't agree with his policies, really. Right. Well, and he says he's a Christian and he's gay, so that's kind of a... Yeah, you can't be Christian and gay. <laughs> Not unless you not a, not a radical one. You may be stuck in that lifestyle and want to get out, but you can't think of it as being good. The reason for it, I'm concerned about this because uh, most people have been brainwashed. The good folks have been brainwashed, and the reason they brainwash you so that they can get power and wealth over you. Now that they are made most people as felt wrong as right, look at the kind of people that are getting into government now. And when you think about it, these people are going to be making laws. And those laws are going to go against males, especially white males, straight males, and against Christians. They're going to make you bake gay cakes and all kind of stuff. And if you don't do it, they're going to punish you for it. Because they are now ruling over us. In the good old days, America is a Christian nation. And normally we lead the way. But now it's switched around where evil is leading the way. And if we allow this to happen, we're all going to suffer for it. I'm telling you, it's going to be very, very bad. Because they're not going to like your morality. They're going to want to destroy it. <coughs> Come right here with the mic. And I want you to be aware of this. This is not good, folks, at all. You already have to bake a gay cake. 
after a while, they're going to make you eat the gay cake. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is not good. We got to take back our country and lead it the right way. Yes, sir. I just wanted to add that uh, we were watching a video about subversion. What is subversion? You know what subversion is? No. no. So there was a like old KGB agent describing what subversion is and kind of to the point of having a gay mayor in um, Chicago. Yeah. For example, he's saying like that's part of the process of misleading people when they're going the wrong way. Like the KGBs, they used to just let them go that way right. and pass all the, the laws and sort of like safe space zone. So like the kind of the goal is to make the entire country a safe space, which is really a censorship yeah. sort of area. So if you say yeah. things that are not allowed, then uh, you get called racist or kicked out of society, right? Yeah. And the thing that I think like that I didn't realize before was that um, the radical people, the very radical people that are pushing all the changes, at the end of the day, when the, all the laws are passed and people can come in and, you know, they who are doing it, yeah. like, they can come in and take over the country, then all those people are going to be eliminated. Yes. Because they don't need, like, their job is done, right? They don't need any more radicalization and people fighting for their rights. They just want the people that, like, go to work and want to have their lives that don't, like, yeah. do any other crazy stuff, right? So it's crazy, man, what's happening. It's yeah. so evil what's happening. Let me tell you, young lady, right behind you. You're absolutely right, man. Yes. I was wondering, like, because isn't it more important what policies they have instead of being, like, black or lesbian or whatever? I mean, you, it could be, like, a black lesbian Republican, but with policies you would maybe agree with more. Right, but um, a person who lacked more values would never have the policies that a person would value, believe in. They're not going to go for it. Because uh, unless you repent and return to God, or unless you were raised in the right way, you don't you don't like those values. And once you get in, you're never going to agree with them. It's just they're not going to have the same values. It can't work that way. I, I, it's just impossible. Good and evil would not get along. And our battle is a spiritual battle between right and wrong, good and evil. And that's why God gave His children. The authority over evil. We really have the power over evil. It's just that most people don't know us and they don't stand up so it can develop and work in them. But we have authority over evil mm-hmm. because the evil people are never going to agree with you. Oh, how, how can you describe like evil? How do you know someone would be evil? This radical black lesbian. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't meet her. Maybe she's cool. but She's not cool. <laughs> I can think of many words, cool is not one. <laughs> and, and, and it's not the fact that she's a lesbian, but it's the fact that she accepted as being good. It's not like something, you know, because we all come from a fallen state at some point, right? But in that state, we know we're wrong and we like to overcome it. We don't stay in that state and promote it as good. Oh, okay. And so she is promoted as good. And because of that, she's radical. She's no good. Okay. Yeah. So you can't trust it. I wouldn't trust it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen her, so yeah. I don't know. It would depend on the no, policies, she's though. she's rough. She got an afro. <laughs> it's not her fault. <laughs> that she has an afro? Yeah, right? Yeah, she should, She needed a marifro. <laughs> she could straighten it out or something. But she's hardcore. <laughs> oh, no. Let me take this hand first. Do, do you all understand that when people accept evil as good, they're never going to agree with you? 
I'm telling you, they're not going to agree with you. They, they may try to sound like you. They may try to sound like they love you, like they care for all people. That is to seduce you. You know how when a man want to get with a woman, he knows how to seduce her because he is a woman. So he tell her everything she needs to hear. She's like, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, but you're so beautiful. Oh, okay, come on. <laughs> it's all lies. She doesn't really believe it. But he says it, and she, he's, she's been seduced, and she doesn't realize it. Evil has been seducing the country over years, and so many people have fallen for it. Uh, so that's what's going on. It's, a, it's not about the color. It's not about male or female. It's the, it's the God that you serve. And that's, I, I, I just don't know what to say. It's, it's bad right now. It's really bad. This man should not have the, even the nerve to say he's going to run for president. But he's a homosexual saying that I'm running for president. Like he believed people are going to vote for him. And the unfortunate thing, a lot of young people will because they've been brainwashed. Yes, Kent. So you're seeing all the stuff that's going on today, um, the level of intelligence that the evil has and, and the manipulation that it's been sort of. Um, deploying on America. How do we fight against it? And obviously, like within that, the whole Me Too campaign, and you see what's happening to Joe Biden, where they're literally just marking things to control um, their candidates and, and sort of the intelligence behind yeah. that. It's it's masterful if you're watching it, you know, and you go, wow, evil's intelligent. It's not just evil, it's highly cunning, deceptive, yeah. at a level of sophistication that people cannot see that it's actually happening. So what's what's the, the you talk about the battle. Well, what, what battle are you talking about? How do we even fight something that's actually invisible? Uh, that's a good question. You fight it by, first of all, waking up. You need to wake up so you can see it's a spiritual battle. It's not the physical. Because in that fallen state, you think it's the physical person, right? And, and it tells you, you don't want to hurt the physical person. You don't want to hurt the the homosexuals, they've been depressed or something. Or the blacks, they've been depressed. Or it gives you lies to keep you from fighting back. But when you wake up, you see beyond the physical, you see that it's a spiritual thing. And that this person is representing good or evil. And when you see that it's evil, you will have the courage to speak up and deal with it properly. And if you need to vote them out, you'll get them out. You would never agree with evil, and it doesn't matter how much they cry or complain or talk about slavery or Jim Crow or any of that stuff. You would see that it's all a setup in order to control you. But if you're in a fallen state, you can't see it as it is. That's why you got to wake up and return to God. So you can clearly see that it's a spiritual battle. Either you're on the side of good or you're on the side of evil. I often hear black people say they are suffering because of slavery and Jim Crow. It's all lies. But they're able to deceive people to believe that it's because of slavery. And it has nothing to do with that at all. Or Jim Crow. It's all lies, but a lot of people are falling for it. Because the blacks scream so loud. Or they yell, they call you racist, and they whatever, right? Anything to get you to give in to them. But if you don't give in to them, you can win over them. Uh, the great white hope is an example of that. He doesn't cave. So far, he fights. He doesn't care what you say, uh, whatever. He stand up. He doesn't care what color you are, male or female. If you're wrong, you're wrong. If you're right, you're right. 
even if you're his friend and you turn on him, he'll mention that too. And so he's fighting evil. And that's how we have to be. Otherwise, it's over for us, folks. We're like the little people now being controlled by the evil ones. It's crazy. That's another reason that they want everybody to go to college so they can brainwash you through the educational system. Really, make you think you're smarter than what you are, you're not. Um, let me tell you, the young lady here and then here. Uh, Cheryl, we had uh, our first couple uh, seminar yesterday. It was amazing. It was absolutely mind blowing. Wasn't it good? Did you like it? Yeah. Oh, great. It was something else, huh? It was absolutely amazing. Go ahead. Um, until people realize that white, all white people aren't bad and all black people or lesbians are, are, are good, they're still going to be fooled. Because, yeah, that's why I want them to wake up. Yeah, because if you listen to like a conservative politician, they want good schools and everything that the blacks want. But because they're white, they're like, no, no. Yeah. And then they'll have some, like a gay, lesbian mayor come in, and things are not going to change. It's going to get worse, probably. It will. And they still will not, and the person will come in, I have a way to stop all the shootings. They, if it's a white person, forget about it. Yeah. Even, so it's like they don't want to, they, they're so into. But I blame that we, the people. I do, too. Because it's the voters who keep voting these people in. You're giving evil authority over you. You're like, okay, evil, I want you to run my life. I'll vote for you. That's why they don't even hide the fact that they're immoral now. We have a woman in there in, in New York who's living with her boyfriend. And everybody know about it, yet they voted for her. It doesn't make sense. You can't trust uh, people that live together before marriage. They'll do anything. It can't be trusted, for You got to be right and do right. That's how life, and then if you be right and do right, have faith, your life will be amazing. Absolutely mind-blowing. It really will. I'm telling you, but you got to do it. But if you don't do right, if you're not right yourself, and God said, be perfect, you're going to catch hell in life. It's just gonna, you can, Satan can tell you all kind of stuff, and you believe it, it's not going to work. It's really not going to work. You got to do it the right way. And I got some things I want to read to you in a minute, but you got to do it right. You're absolutely right, Cheryl. You got to wake up, folks. Uh, did you have your hand? Oh, okay. Uh, I think, did you have your hand? Yes. Um, I was wondering this yesterday, and it's off topic. Did you used to have an afro? And if you did, can we see a picture? <laughs> <laughs> he knew I had an afro. No, I didn't. You didn't know? No. Bring that shirt. Let me show them. Oh, you did. <laughs> I had an afro. They used to, when I had my fro, they used to call me Sweetback. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Sweetback. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I think it was a black actor named Sweetback. <laughs> <laughs> I had a major fro. Isn't that something? Uh, is that Jesse Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> That's my afro. He used to have an afro too. Didn't you used to have an afro? Yeah. Daniel had a fro. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, come with the microphone. <laughs> That's your first time seeing the fro? Oh, yeah. 
Just real now quick. I have a mirror for So just real quick, does, like, when you go down to the courthouse and then you sign, now you're married, does all of a sudden, just because you signed that, does something change spiritually? No, when you go and you and your wife become one. We have a preacher bless okay. the wedding. And during those vows, you're making promise to God that you're going to be faithful. You're going to be the man that you should be for her. That's when you're married. That's but right. likewise, as a child of God, you should follow the law of the land if the law is just. So you have to pay taxes to get married. You just have to pay it. You got to set that example. You're supposed to be that way. So even when you walk out of your home and people see your girlfriend coming out and yet you're playing Christian, they're not going to believe you. They're like, how are you a Christian? You're not even married. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be an example. Christ was an example for us. And your, your, your girlfriend needs you to be an example. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. I can't believe you, G. Anyway, I'm going to deal with G later. I'm going to beat him up. Uh, so here's my, anything else? Okay. Frankie, you had your hand? No, it passed. Okay. I'm sorry? It passed. It, it, passed? it passed? Oh, okay. Um, here's my, yes, James. Ooh, this is so good. And time going so fast. Um, why does God need court paperwork to make marriage legitimate? Is it, it seems to benefit the state or the government. God doesn't need that, but Caesar needs that. So give him what he, what belongs to him. So give him what it belongs. All right. One more. Yeah. Um, I'm 35, live with my 75-year-old dad. I'm an artist and have my own business. Is it bad to live with him? Beta. Yeah, it's bad. I don't understand why men don't want to grow up. What, what are you guys afraid of? When I, uh, I mentioned this before, when I was growing up in Alabama, I was reminded at 18, you're out of here. I was like, really? <laughs> and when you're young, you know, you're young, you think, where am I going to go, you know? And I used to ask my grandmother, well, where am I going? She's like, I don't know, and I don't care. You're out of here. And she had no all that mama feeling for me, and oh, at 18, baby, you could stay longer. And when I turned 18, I was out of there. It just all worked out. And, and I haven't looked back since. And believe me, moving from Alabama to here, I, I made some horrible mistakes and got into some bad stuff. But I'm grateful for that now. It caused me to grow up. I'm glad my parents didn't hold me back. Really. You're supposed to be like, the parents are supposed to be raising you, preparing you to leave home and go out into the world and grow up. Start your own family. And I've been working all of my life, so I never had a problem with work. So I knew how to do that. Even when I was smoking pot, <laughs> I would make sure I had my money, I'd buy some groceries, I'd pay the light bills and everything, the rent. And then Friday night, I'd get high. <laughs> but at least I woke up at home with some food in my refrigerator, right? Because you like to eat a lot when you smoke pot. The pot still makes you hungry? <laughs> Does it still make you hungry? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make you hungry, G? Oh, yeah, it still makes you hungry. It's called the mighty, it's called the mighty yeah. But you got to grow up and move away and grow up. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Any man that's home at, after 18 is a woman. 
Uh, One more. Oh, okay. Fast. Is there a difference between discriminating and discerning? You have to discern in order to discriminate. That way you do it in the right way. You have to see what you're doing. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, yes. This young lady right here, yeah. The rapper. <laughs> yes. So the question I have is related to parenting. How do you balance not, uh, I don't know, having, like, my will override his and at the same time give him the skill, you know, the ability so he can eventually move out of the house? Die from your ego so that God can work through you instead of you trying to force him to be a certain way, the way you think you want him to be. He would never become the way you think he should be. So, but if you love was right with all your heart, soul, and might, you don't have that anger, uh, he will work through you to raise your child. Because we don't raise children. Uh, it's God who raised them. We can't make a, a boy become a man or a, a girl become a woman. It's the spirit that guides us that does that. We don't do that. All right? So drop the anger. And then live right, do the right thing. And he would pattern after you. He would become a more man. That makes sense? But yeah. don't, don't try to force him to be what you want him to be. That's the problem now. A lot, of the, a lot of the mothers are trying to force their kids to be the way she wants them to be. And then they turn out being screwed up. Because they're fighting. They know that's wrong. And the kids know it's wrong. So they try to fight against it. And then they become angry. That's when they lose. Uh, we are not supposed to impose ourselves upon anyone. We're supposed to be just be. That's why you have to return to the Father. What are you thinking? Just like I, I get what you're saying. It makes sense. But then I think about the like in the moment in that day. Like one of the things like, for example, you know, turning in homeworks on time. It, whether it's a public school, private school or no school. I think it's just the act of ca- having building character is being able to. You know, in a job, they're going to expect you to deliver, and if you can be on time, that's a, a, an, that's an amazing ability to happen. Right. So when I see or I witness as a parent that my son is behaving in a way where he's not turning in the assignments on time, I know that that is a characteristic that could lead him down, you know, just poor jobs, you know, poor choices yeah. in life. So from a parent perspective, like, I just want to shake him and be like, turn everything on time. But, amazing. But I want it, you know... I don't know. It's it's that balance where I want him to have that discovery for himself without it being me telling him, "Hey, you need to turn your assignments on time." I like for him to know in his heart that turning in assignments on time is a good thing to do. Number one, you should be that example, and number two, if you have a problem with him, let his father know, and his mm-hmm. father would deal with it. Because the real power is in the father, not in the mother. I, That's where the mothers try to use their will to make things happen. Yeah. Where fathers just say, hey, boy, you better do that homework. It's done. Yeah. It's like, a, oh, yeah, you're going to do it. And actually, I've, done, I've, I've, I've changed something <laughs> drastically in yeah. my household. Because yeah. for the longest time, we've been challenged with just, you know, you know, just things not following through. And then I realized... I'm the decision maker. Like, when he's like, oh, can I have my phone? I say yes. Or he has opportunity to negotiate with me. And yeah. I realize I'm a beta woman and yes. I have emotions. And, of course, I'm going to say yes. So I said, yeah. I no longer am authority. you got to ask your dad for everything. And now he has to ask his father for everything. Yeah. And yeah. I'm very good at following through whatever orders. I'm actually really good at taking orders. So, like, whatever his dad says is what I do. 
And if he wants me to change it, it's like you need to negotiate that with your dad. And I, yeah. and, and my life has gotten so much more peaceful. Like I don't have that anger as much. I, I am able to handle it a little, but I do find yeah, myself. Yeah, let the father handle it. He'll be yeah. fine. Okay, good. All right. Um, kids know how, to, what I know about kids, they know how to manipulate the mothers and they know how to manipulate fathers who have the mother's nature. They know how to do it. They read you. It's like they can tell what to do to make you give them or let them do what they want. It's so weird. But with a real father, a real man who is not a woman, they can't do it. Yeah, can't. And, and then they end up appreciating, in the long run, they appreciate that their father led them in the right way to go. So let the father handle it. Make sure you let him know uh, that if they don't do it, I'm going to let your father know. All right? And as soon as the father get home, let him handle it. Okay. But when the father leaves, don't don't say, "Oh, you don't have to do it." No, don't, I don't. tell your dad he's so mean. No, I I've, don't to feel me, sorry for him. No, I don't. I like I said, I'm really good with following orders because now his dad can say no in a second. For me, like it's hard for me to say no, and I yeah. know that, and so I recognize <coughs> I'm weak, and that's not my role yeah. to have that position to. That's answer. right. Boys and girls know how to manipulate their their mothers. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, even at three years old, you should really turn them over to the father. Because yeah. they, they no longer need that mother's love, you know, that kind of stuff. They really need a, good, a perfect father to just guide them in the right way to go and correct them when they're wrong. Because the father will not be emotional about it. All right? So good. Thank you. Yeah. Right here. Did I see your hair? Okay. Um, two quick questions. Uh, one... My younger brother is 17, almost 18 in September, and he lives with my mom. And my mom has told him several times, when you're 18, you're, you're out of here. Good. But I don't think he's taking it seriously. Like, I think he doesn't think she's going to follow through. Why? He, Why do you think? Because he's made, like, he's in high school now, but he's made no effort to, like, get a job or save money or make any plans whatsoever. And I know you say not to, to plan, to just do what's in front of you. Right. But, I mean, he's not even, he's just, like, putting it in the back of his head. And he has until September, and he's, and I'm just wondering. But what is it about his mother that would believe that she's not going to really do it? Why would he believe that? It's not about her, because she she did it with me. Oh, well, she's going to throw him out. Yeah. If he's not ready, she'll throw him out, and he'll just suffer. And I was was just going to ask, as a sister, is there anything I should do, or should I just? Yeah, stay out of the way. Okay. Leave it alone. Okay. And let him suffer. Okay. Because he got to go. And he got to sink or swim. Right. All right? And Satan said, oh, he's going to die. He'll end up on a skid row. He might be hungry. Let it happen. All okay. right? Okay. And then the second question I had is, um, I'm a manager at where I work. Really? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and, and she's black. <laughs> <laughs> And only 21. And 21. So, yeah. Yes. But I have employees that are, like, twice my age or, like, yeah, a lot older than me. And I feel like a lot of them don't take me seriously because of my age. Right. How do I, like, show, I guess, authority? Or, like, how do I get them to take me seriously uh, without treat, going on, like, Treat a them trip? the way that you would want to be treated as an employee. And if you treat them like that, you can't go wrong. If you give them instruction and they don't do it, write them up, whatever the next step would be. But just treat them the way you like to be treated. I and, do. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a And if a they, don't, yeah, they yeah. don't like it, it's on them. They should have done the right thing. 
Mm-hmm. But it's not that they don't. All the same. It's not that I they don't like how I treat them, but when I like ask them to do something, they kind of just like. Well, don't like worry. Me. That's their problem, not yours. Okay. Yeah, that's on them. It has nothing to do with you. It'll be fine. <clears throat> well, congratulations for being a boss. Thank you. That's amazing. It happened like literally as soon as I broke up with my ex too. Oh. Like everything just started. Yeah. Going the right way. Do it right. You can't yeah. help but go right. Mm-hmm. Mark, did you have your hand? Oh, it passed too. Okay. Uh, yes, sir. Then I gotta ask this question as soon as. Oh, you have a question back here. Okay. Yes. Uh, Jesse, um, uh, television affected me a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. And I know it's. I think it's affecting all of us in my generation and and after. Right. And I was wondering if you had TV when you were a kid. Yeah, but we had good stuff on TV. Yeah. We had uh, gun smoke and, <laughs> and uh, other cowboy shows and yeah. uh, Ozzy and Harris. And we had decent stuff on. We didn't have what they have on now. Yeah. So I wouldn't let my kids watch TV right now. Unless they were watching some kid show that's really legitimate. Yeah. But, yeah, it's bad. So, yeah, it's gotten real bad. Yeah. I so, think about it sometimes like in your in your program we notice there's just so many – of us that are just like way off track yeah beta males and all that yeah and i think that has a lot to do with it you know it affects our minds and our culture well, that a lot. does affect you but it's come from not having perfect parents yeah because if you had perfect parents you would be into the wrong things when you grow up and right. if you got into the wrong thing you get over it you stop it right away because those values would be there mm. but your parents didn't set good examples for you that's why i like that why do you think so many of us had such imperfect parents? Like, why was our why why were our parents off like that? Uh, that order wasn't working well in their parents, so it goes from generation. And I'm I'm gonna read some for you. Okay. It's passed down from generation to generation. That's why I'm telling G that he got to do it right if he wants a right outcome. Yeah. Because whatever he is, is what his kids are gonna become. Yeah. And if he's doing it wrong, they're gonna suffer even greater than what he's suffering. And especially knowing the truth, too. He know the truth. Yeah. Uh, and even if you don't admit you know the truth, when you do it wrong, it goes on from generation to generation to generation. And that's what happened to the black community. They haven't stopped the, um, the lack of order in the black community. They, they haven't decided, well, we're going to go back to the marriage thing. The father is the head of the family. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it right. If they did it right, the curse would be over with, just like that. But they won't do it. Majority won't. And the kids are suffering even greater for it. So just uh, forgive your parents and do it right. Have faith. You can't go wrong. Because God will bless you. He'll start it with you. Yeah. No matter what happened in the past, it doesn't exist anymore once you forgive. So don't worry about it. All right. Yes, sure. sir. Um, I wanted to touch up on um, the part where you were like... Um why are men so afraid to grow up? Like, how, like um, what I feel is that mostly... Another thing I noticed, too, when I was 18 or 19 or 20 or whatever age, even at this age, I would never take a woman home and sleep with her in my parents' house. That's too embarrassing. You know, I would it's a lack of respect, but I wouldn't want my parents to know I'm having sex out of wedlock. You know what I'm saying? But nowadays, they do it at home or anywhere. And, and the parents are like, oh, yeah, hey, mom, this is my girlfriend. Come on in, child. Yeah, hook up, hook, 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 up. 
hookup culture is <laughs> crazy. But um, all I was gonna say is um, the the reason men are like so afraid to grow up is because especially like by, by where I live up, you know, the ghetto. Um, there's a lot of betas around. Yeah. So you're like, I'm gonna grow up to be a beta. I've been raised as a beta, so I'm gonna be a beta. You know, and they don't see any way of overcoming that that chain. And they're like, I don't want to uh, yeah. grow up into a beta, you know? Yeah. Because no they, they don't have, uh, like, your father wasn't mm-hmm. a good example for you. Or even, like, your neighbor. Your grandfather your, or the man next door. Yeah. Like, like I, I've seen a lot of, like, oh, my neighbor, my neighbor's cheating on his wife. And then, <laughs> like, yeah. this and that, you know, some guy's coming in and out of the house. And then you're like, well, I don't want to be like that. But, like. You've been raised into that. I understand that. It's that influence that you see. But you can overcome it and start a new generation. That's why God said get married and take your family way away and start your own family. Because that's your family now, not necessarily your, your, your father, your mother, the folks you leave behind. You're starting your own family. You start it the right way. And what worries me a lot is that a lot of people... They don't even know there is a right way. You know, a lot right. of people they're like, "Oh, well, this is the right way." Yeah. They see that, like, what they see is happening. Like, oh, my father has a lot of money. Um, you know, he's he seems happy, but then he's cheating on his wife. You know, but yeah, <laughs> you know, I know they what think you mean, that's man. the right way. Yeah. So I might as well do the same thing. That's why, as we all wake up, we got to become examples for others to exactly. see the right way to go, not preach to them or not judge them and all that kind of stuff, but just be that example. And some of them, they want to know the right way. They just haven't heard the right way or seen it. And they will come around. And those are the ones that God is trying to reach. And those who won't accept the right way, let them suffer and die. That way they'll be out the way. You know what I'm saying? They won't mess up your life. Uh, yes, ma'am. <clears throat> um, we have a couple friends that are homosexual. And they live in Palm Springs, and they have invited us to stay with them a few times at their house. And, and we have, have you gone. Stayed? Well, this is before we we were waking up. We did. We went and we stayed at their house. Amazing. And they're married, and um, we never said anything. I mean, we because I mean back then we were not awake and we did not think like we think right now. So when you were in that fallen state, you didn't know that homosexuality was wrong. I did know that it was wrong, but I just, I was in a fallen state and I just thought in a liberal way, let's not judge them or let's not hurt their feelings. Uh-huh. So my question to you is now, if we were to go to get invited to go to their house again and stay with them, do we go and hang out with them like we used to and pretend like everything's fine? and Or are we supposed to say something in... in let them know, look, we don't agree with the way that you live or your lifestyle. What and do you think? See, it goes back to, like, we don't want to hurt their feelings. But you awake now, right? I know, yeah. I know. So what do you think now that you can see? See, it would be mind-blowing wow. to them if they invite us and we say, sorry, we can't come because we don't agree with you guys being so homosexual. If they invite us and we say, sorry, we cannot come and stay with you because you guys are homosexual and we don't agree with your lifestyle, it would truly be mind-blowing to them. And they would say, wow, you guys are judging us. Right. They would probably not want to ever talk to us again. 
I think. And <laughs> yeah, so I I guess I'm answering my own question. Then that means that they they there can be our friends. Do you love them enough to be honest with them? And you're right. You shouldn't hate them. Right. But do you love them enough to be honest with them? Yeah, I can. Yes, I can be Which honest. Which is more with important them. to be honest with them or to fake friendship? To be honest with them. Yeah. So you know what to do then. Yeah. What would your husband say? Is he here today? Oh, there he is. You so <laughs> you want to go back down there and stay all night with the homosexuals? We've gone there four, <laughs> yeah, we've gone there four times. They've got a beautiful four little, time. You want in, to yeah, in twenty years? Uh, they've got a beautiful little guest house away from their home. Uh, we go there. We've had, we've had, they, by, the, by the way, one's really old and one's really younger, and there's no sex. Do you sex. want to They're go back cup, and stay? Would you go back and stay again? I'd go and swim in the pool if I was hot. <laughs> would you go back and stay again? Yeah, at this point right now, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. It's, it's a beautiful room. <laughs> so you're unwilling to give up your ego feelings, uh, fulfillments, and stand for what is right. Because if you go, you're telling them the lifestyle is fine. Be be husbands and all that kind of stuff. You're proving wrong. You're validating wrongdoing. <laughs> Well, they're not really in our lives that much, so it's not, it's not that. They're not what? They're not really in our lives. We hardly ever see them. I don't, I don't even know why this is brought up. Um, you don't know why she brought it up? No, I have no idea why she brought it up. Oh, no, what do you ask me about it? Because she d- don't know if she should go back down there and validate the lifestyle or not. In the fallen state, she couldn't help it, but now she want to know what to do. Uh-huh. And so if she had asked you that question at home, what would you say? If you don't want to go, don't go. If if if, if it's amazing. something, if we're passing by and having a party, I mean, we don't really go anyway. I don't even know why it's it's that important to her. But you've been four times already, and you're ready to go back and stay in that back house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that you're validating that what they're doing? It's too late like for that. them to change. They can't do anything about it. I'm sorry. They can't do anything about it. It's too late for them. No, it's not too late. You can't make for that them, decision. You can't. You don't know when a person can wake up or not. That's up to God. Yeah, it's okay if I never see them again. It's okay with me. No, but you would go if you had not had this conversation, right? Well, I'm starting. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to change my mind because it's not that important. <laughs> it's not that important to me. I got other things to worry about. But do you love them enough to be honest with them? But not I, I was honest from the beginning. I have been honest. About what? About that it's not right, and if that's the way you want to live, that's your decision. Like you say, you can't change people, right? But if you say it's not right, why would you go and live with them as though it's normal? Well, you brush that, you brush it aside because it doesn't affect your life. That's what's wrong with society today. We're going along with wrongdoing. Well, there's other aggressive. Uh, gay behavior and other things that I speak up about and I tell people but they're not really affecting my life you know it's I, that's amazing how about their life though somebody it may not be for you maybe for them yeah. maybe they haven't seen it no one stood up first of all you're not judging them but you're not going along with it how about their life I've spo- it's well, not I've just spo- about I've your life up, I've spoken up to them but, but you're like okay y'all gay come on let's eat some gay cake <laughs> We never ate gay cake. 
That is so. What is it like to hear, hear your husband speak that way? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, it's um. <laughs> you turn it all red. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to say. I. I. I wish that he. He, he knew that we have to take a stand, yeah. and taking a stand means to make those kind of decisions and to say the truth right. without any resentment. Just to literally just say to them, if "Sorry, you, guys, we no longer we don't agree with the way that you guys are living in your lifestyle. That's right. We can't come and spend time with you." And I know that they that would devastate them because they would feel like we're judging them and we're being well, hateful. That's up to them. But exactly. They don't care how you feel. They're formed in the fact two men are married, they're so-called married, mm-hmm. and they're calling each other my husband and all that. Yeah. They know that you know that's wrong. They, yeah. don't, they don't care how you feel about it. Why would you care how they felt about what's right? Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. And they even invited us. One of the times that we went there, they invited us because Palm Spring is very gay. And Palm Spring is gay? Yeah, Palm Spring. The city is gay? Yeah. It's like the gay hub. And um, so they had a, they have a, a gay, a I've gay. I've never seen a gay city. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. There is a gay restaurant where they usually go every afternoon and they hang out with all the gays. And, and you they, guys go to the gay they restaurant They invited us and we went. It's not a gay restaurant. It's, it's mixed. <laughs> Stop. It's not a gay restaurant. Amazing. The food's gay. I ate fish. The salmon was gay. It's a piece of fish. Amazing. And y'all ate at the gay restaurant, so you ate gay cake. We did. We, we did. We ate gay cake. Uh, you have had gay cake. Amazing. Well, I'm sorry that your husband's not strong enough, but don't resent him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Jesse, when was the last time we went? I rest my case. You know, I, it's been a long time, but I'm just saying, it's come to my mind because there are people around us that are homosexual and that we've never spoken up and said that we don't agree with. But now because we're awake, I think that it's our duty to say something. Yeah. And that's why it was Especially brought up. Especially they're trying to impose it on you or they flaunt it as though they in your face that is right. You have a right to say, no, I don't agree with this. You don't supposed to agree with evil. Mm-hmm. You're just not supposed to hate it because you become like what you hate. But you don't have to. I don't know why the Christians are afraid to say, I don't agree with this. It's not about, it's not the person, but it's the spirit that's in the person that you're rejecting. Mm-hmm. And not saying anything and just going along with it is accepting it. Right. That's right. Absolutely. And, and you will suffer for that, too. Really will. Uh, amazing. Let me take the young man way in the back first, and then I come here and here and here and here and there and yonder and yonder. Yes, sir. Way in the back. This is your first time here? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Now, see, if I ask this question, I'll piss my wife and my daughter off. Amazing. Piss them off. <laughs> this is, Thank you. You, you gave me the strength to how ask the question. Uh, see, you, you got to understand, I come from... I worked in corporate America for a number of years, and I used to work for Pacific Bell before they got bought. And your, became, I'm sorry, what's your first name? It's Richard. Okay, welcome, Richard. Thank you. Yeah. 
Um, and there it was very liberal culture, you know, corporate, you know, everybody has to be treated equally and blah, 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 blah. So it wasn't that people flaunted it, but it was that people were who they were and they were allowed to be that. Uh, and I had a guy who was very, I respect him because he was a very good salesperson and I was also in sales. And uh, he got married, gay guy, got married. To, to another man? To another man. Amazing. And I did not go to the wedding because I didn't agree with his lifestyle. Right. And my wife wasn't going anyway. <laughs> right on. So, uh, but it's funny because I had an uncle who was also gay. And uh, and I got a nephew now who is gay. And it's kind of tricky. Now everybody coming gay because you won't say no, that. But see, it's not that. It's, it's, it's something that I've always been very. Why I, I grew up in Detroit, and I, and I realized I was very homophobic. Um, what does it mean to be homophobic? What does to it mean? not like gay people because it makes you feel uncomfortable. You know, but I'm scared the guy might hit on me. You're not supposed to resent them, but don't accept it as a norm. Okay. But this and is then, the thing. Then, uh, I think for some people, honestly, from my heart, I've prayed on this many a time, I've, I've just come to the conclusion that, they, you know, if, if God didn't like gays, why he makes so many of them? You think God made gays? Yes, I do. Go back in your prayer closet. <laughs> God didn't make gays. He made the person, but he didn't right. make the spirit that lives in them. Yeah, but 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 the spirit that lives in them is is them. So no. they're born that way. No. So if they're born that way uh-uh. and they are gay, my attitude is like, let them be gay. They're gay. Okay, fine. But why would God it doesn't affect make, me? I'm sorry. It doesn't affect me. If I'm straight but or gay, or wherever I am, I am who I am. Are you a Christian? Yes. But how about them though? They're lost. Uh, they need you to be that example so they can see the right way to then overcome it. Then I be it. me. And if uh, at the same time, I'm not supposed to be uh, out here fornicating with every cute girl I see. Are you doing that? No, now I'm married. Oh. But before, <laughs> well. Your wife is like, yeah, I want to know. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and the whole time that I was fornicating, uh, I was still looking for that right person, and I realized, and I just had to come to the conclusion and say, hey, you know, you can't sleep with everybody. You're not but supposed to. you found to. a woman, you didn't find a man. No, I didn't. That's right. That's right. Because so, I wasn't attracted to men like that. Right. But I've seen guys that are attracted to other guys. It's just, Amazing. that's the way they're made. I don't, let, I don't judge it anymore. Let me ask your wife a question. Give her the mic for me. What's your first name, wife? Kita, are you surprised your husband think God made gay people made that spirit homosexual that's a good question Um, am I surprised well I've been married to him for a while so no oh you're not surprised by anything I'm I'm saying I'm surprised that any person thinks that way but I am I continue to pray for him. So what is it like being married to a straight guy that think homosexuality is okay from God? Um, and especially being a Christian. Well, particularly because, he, as he said, he initially was homophobic, and particularly coming from Detroit. Oh, I understand. Yeah, it, it was, yeah it's been you a accept prop- what you hate. No, I uh, That's I what happened is you... When you have, like, if you see them but don't so-called homophobe mean don't hate them, you would never accept it as a right. But the fact that you resent it 
or resented it in the past, now you're attracted to what you hate. Meaning that you accept what you hate. That's the problem. No, I see that's why God also. said, don't hate. Don't, no, don't hate it. I've become accepting because that's who they are. But you're not but doing them a... experience has taught me that these people are who they are. That's amazing. You know, now, there's some people out here who I think choose gay because, oh, it's stylish. Like his kids. That's happening school. too, yeah. Because yeah. it's being imposed yeah, on the them. it's cool thing. Yeah. And, oh, RuPaul and all this other stuff. Right. Gay, it's like, you know, eh, you know. But people who genuinely are, uh, who then marry, because I, I had known of married couples <coughs> in, even in Detroit when I used to sell uh, knife products. I, my, my aunt sent me to a couple who were, who were gay and married. I'd never seen that. I was like, whoa, I was shocked. But they loved each other. Was one a woman and one kind of acted like the man? Yeah. You know, they were playing their roles, but it was them. And so I didn't necessarily want to hang out with them or go out to their parties or whatever else they were going to do. Yeah. But uh, it didn't scare me anymore. It just didn't scare because me. you have accepted it as normal. You, yeah, because that's what you they accept were. evil as normal, you're no longer afraid of it. Yeah. But when you don't judge it, you won't have that fear, and you won't accept, and you won't hate it. Then you can see how to deal with it. They have seduced you into their world, and that's not good for you. And you're not showing them love by accepting it. Because as a son of God, you're supposed to be an example how to overcome. But if you're accepting it, you're no good to them. They're going to stay in that hellhole because you're not. And it, but if they're not hurting anybody. But they're hurting themselves. Satan is stealing their souls. So they can't be moral people no. if they're gay. Not when they accept the wrong as a right. Because morality comes from God. We even got and a gay not, Christian church out here, so I don't know if I can agree with you, brother. Okay. I understand. You know. But uh you got you should have compassion for them to be not accept a wrong. If your child do wrong, and they keep doing it over and over. You want to accept that as a right, right? No. Right. Same way with them. And you have to love them in the same manner you love your own kids. You want what's right for them. So you try to point the right way for your kids. Likewise, for those who are lost, we have a responsibility if we return to God to uh, set that example. Be honest with them, but don't hate them. But don't you set the example by the lifestyle that you choose to lead? Right, but if you're accepting them, you're leading the wrong lifestyle. Let me take right here. So I live in San Francisco. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of horrible. But um, I go to a school where it's like a safe space. Like my brother said, like if you say anything bad about like gays or anything like racially just even remotely just racially wrong, like you can get suspended or expelled or anything like that. And almost all, I think I'm the only person I can think of out of my, like all my friends that I have there that is like completely straight. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. They're coming for you next. <laughs> um, I like in my English class, the guy who sits in front of me is bi and the guy who sits next to me is gay. And then the girl who sits behind me is pan. And then the girl, the girl, like the rest of them are either one of them is I think one of them is um, gender fluid. So like, and at my work, this is the best part. The two people that I work with, they're in an open poly relationship. So both of them are pan, so they can both hook up with anyone that they want. But they're still together. But when they flirt with other people, they're like flirting together, and they can like date people, wow. like multiple people. So 
<laughs> I would recommend you hurry up and move out of San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. It's going to fall into the ocean soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like that's that's kind of what I'm what I'm dealing with right now. You know, like but thing is, if I were to like do as you say and just like be honest with them and love them or whatever, <laughs> I would like have no friends because <laughs> like all my friends are like that. But and also I'm I was gonna ask this earlier, but I'm 17. I'm about to turn 18. Does that mean that I move out <laughs> like of my house and like? Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I want to move out of there, but just like again, it's, it's best for boys to move out because they need to grow up and become men. Yeah. Normally, in the good old days, the girl will wait until she's about to get married before There's she no moves. Straight guys, but bro. now you're not <laughs> living in San Francisco. You don't have a chance. Yeah, so, so you may have to move. Yeah. So, but as as I was talking about earlier, I'm I'm thinking about like maybe going to college, which I don't think I should do now because I don't yeah. really want to do that. Yeah. Wait but until then, you're ready. But then I would have to stay at home. I, there's no chance of me getting like picked up by a man and like get married and yeah. stuff. So I'm just but be you at can home. move. I mean, be safe. But you can move out, get yourself a job, get your apartment in a safe area, a safe space, and then move out. But make yeah. sure you live right, don't hate, do the right thing. God, God will take care of you. But that's what I'm doing. I'm just yeah. like minding my own business. I'm yeah. like, I'm still friends with all of them because I don't want to be a loner at school. Right. But then I'm kind of like, as they're saying, I'm kind of accepting it. Like, I'm not saying anything about it. I'm well, just kind of like, as long as you don't hate them for what they are and you're not going along with it by agreeing with them, yeah, no. you'll be fine. You can pretend that you're there, you know, but just don't hate them for what they are. They can't help it. Then you won't be accepting it. And you won't have to worry. Okay. All right? That's a good one. I got to ask this question. Uh, amazing question. This is such an amazing question. I want to ask a young man right here. Yeah, on the end. Do yes, you sir. trust what you see with your eyes? No. Why not? Because uh, there's even been scientific studies that show what, what light reflection and other illusions, and we can easily be tricked with our eyes. And so you don't trust anything you see with your eyes? Um, I, I do have to trust some things, yes. What do you trust that you see with your eyes? Um... <laughs> I guess the things that I create, I have to trust that like, you know, those, those things are real. What do you create? Um, words on a screen, sound, music. Oh, I see. Th- things like that. So okay. Unless I'm creating them, I, I have to doubt them, I think. Christine, you trust, you trust what you see with your eyes, your physical eyes. Well, I mean, there's that old adage, don't believe anything that you see and only half of, don't believe what you hear and only half of what you see. Um... But yeah, your eyes can deceive you. Uh, and just like as a quick example, sometimes like I'll draw my eyebrows on, thinking that it's great. And then when I when I take a step back, I realize that um, either redo them or, or just look at people kind of like this all day. Otherwise, I'll look crazy. But well, that's a great question. Um, I mean, because you want so badly to, right? You want so badly to believe what you see. But I don't know. I I think you can easily. Not see, but if you're looking for something, it could be right in front of you and you don't see it, right? So sometimes that happens. So I don't, I don't know. I think maybe just always take a step back and, you know, kind of review things, right? As, as you think you see them. I'm not sure. So do you trust what you see with your eyes? Oh my 
I can't even see like past five feet. So like, no, <laughs> I can barely see you right now. That's because I'm black. <laughs> he black, and I need some light on me. Do you trust what you see with your eyes? No. You don't trust what <laughs> but, you. But I mean, if you're just asking like a yes or no question, by and large, yes. But since there is some <laughs> doubt there, I mean, obviously, no. I can't have both answers. I just need one. No. Do you trust what you see with your eyes? No. You don't. I'd you like don't to, trust but what you see. I mean, I can I can barely see you. <laughs> well, like, well, you can trust that you can't see me. But I'm asking, do you trust what you see with your eyes? I'm not qualified to answer this. I'm sorry. I'm not qualified to answer this. It seems like it should be should be so simple, but. <laughs> Uh, hold on. I've only fallen down like five times this week. You've fallen down like, like, five you know, times? Were you yeah, drunk? by not, not seeing the... Uh, you were drunk? Well, maybe just twice. But but like, there's <laughs> a pothole in front of me, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'd like to hear what someone else has to say. So you don't know if you trust what you see? If I'm, if I'm un- unsure, then no. You're not sure? No. Oh, okay. Uh, let me ask the young man right behind you. Do you trust what you see with your eyes? No. And why not? Uh, because I can be easily deceived if I'm, you know, to use your terminology, if I'm, uh, if I were in a fallen state, I'd be easily deceived. Uh, and pictures can. I do marketing for a living, so I know you can deceive people with marketing. So amazing. That, that causes me not to. Uh, Let me ask the young man behind you. Do you trust what you see with your eyes? No. You don't? Why not? People lie. People lie? Do you believe that, what they said about Joe Biden? You, you heard that story? No, I don't keep up with politics too much. Oh. Um, these women are accusing Joe Biden of being, what they, what's that name? Creepy, Creepy and... Uh, <laughs> inappropriate with women and all that. Do you trust what they're showing you about him and saying about him? I would have to see you to speak on it, but oh, you're two, not into there's politics, always two right? sides to every story. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't know. You're not into that. Not at all. Is this your first time here? It is, actually. Oh, welcome. What's your first name? Thank you. Ronald. Any, any questions for me or anything? Not at the moment. Oh, okay. Do you trust what you see with your eyes? <laughs> Uh, so going to the, the Joe Biden comment, the, as soon as I first saw it, being conservative, I well, let did. Let me ask, ask for you, do you trust what you see with your eyes? No, I, I think I'm aligned with the gentleman who's from marketing, that things are perceived to us the way we want them to perceive. So if you want to believe fake news, you're going to believe fake news. So do you trust anything you see with your eyes? I do. I, I think that... Sometimes we go on autopilot, and we just believe what we want to believe. And when Who's we see we? it, we justify it. Who's just, we? just people in general. No, I do. I'm asking about you. Yes. Do you trust anything you see with your eyes? Yes. You so I, I have. Just when you're going back to the Joe Biden thing that you were talking about, being conservative, I saw, I believed it because that would go along with with 
my tribe, right? The conservatives, let's go after them, let's attack them. But when you kind of really start digging into it, you're so like, you oh, it's before, not. Be, in the beginning, did you trust what they were saying about him I to be did true? before I researched and, anything. And why? And because it coincides with what my values are, and I want... I want the Democrats to be evil because I am conservative. So anything that's going to placate that without thinking, you just believe it. And what color is your husband, black or white? Oh, he's white. You trust that? I hope so, yeah. yeah. He's black. He's pink. He's a light-skinned black. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yes, Joel. This is so interesting. I'm running out of time, but i got to do it real fast. I want to really hear what you have to say about this. Yes, Joel. Uh, I don't think you should trust. What Do you, you trust what you see with your eyes? Um, I have, but I like to say no. You want to lie? <laughs> I have before, but I like to say. Oh, I, you don't, I don't trust it now. I don't trust what you don't I see. Trust anything you see with your eyes? No. Okay. I, I like to say I don't, but I, I don't know because if you trust it, how do you know that you're trusting it? If you don't know it to be wrong or right. Okay. Anyways, anyways, move. On. You smoke on. pot. <laughs> no, Gerald does not smoke pot. A dancer uh, cannot no. smoke pot. So there's this show where they have this this lesbian, black lesbian, lesbian, and, and they make her out to be the wise, the wise one of the show. So I think that's a perfect example of you shouldn't trust what you see because if they're putting that out on the screen, the kids are just going to believe. Oh, well, you can be. A lesbian and wise. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Did you believe that about Joe Biden because they said it? Um, and then they were showing no. the videos at the same time? Uh, I, I never, I don't see it as creepy. I didn't see it as creepy. I just think they overly affectionate, but I never, I never thought pedo, pedophile, sexual harassment, I never, that was never a thought. Amazing. This young man had his hand. You trust what you see with your eyes? Hold on for a minute. Go ahead. Take the mic. Yeah. You do? And why? Because uh, I've heard you say that dogs, all dogs are lies. Right. And if you thought, my experience, like if you see something in mid-sequence and you could think that you're being perceived or deceived, uh, but then that's uh, a lie itself. So you should just Oh, you do? Okay. Mark, did you have your hand? You trust what you see with your eyes? Yes, I do. Is, is there a problem with the mic, Bill? Yes, I do. You trust what you see with your eyes? Yes, eye. sir. And why? Um, because what I see with my eyes is unbiased. Um, it's unbiased? my mind. Yes, it's my mind that, that does the bias. So like for Joe Biden, I don't know why the word inappropriate is newsworthy. It's just kind of weird to me. It'd be like if you were wearing red shoes know, right now. Let me just say this. Joe Biden was the vice president to Obama, and now he is, he's a Democrat, and he's considering running for president, they say. And when they realized that he was going to run or might run, there were some women who came out of five years ago and ten years and accused him of sexual misconduct or being creepy or he deal with kids uh, in the wrong way or sexual way or whatever they're saying, right? 
And then a lot of people are believing that. And I just want to know why. That's what I'm asking about. Do you trust what you see with the eyes? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I think it's just like um, what the young lady was saying from San Francisco, that if you say anything remotely, like if you say black person at, like, on like university, they'll just call you a racist. Did you believe that about Joe Biden? Um, I think I'm slightly guilty, like hey, like Haiti, like, okay, yeah, one for our side, you know, I'm in this like culture war. And then um, like early morning on Friday, on, on Monday morning, when you started talking, like immediately I was right on. I was like, man, the devil got me. You know what I mean? And then, like, the whole week, I was waiting for people to agree with you. And everyone was, like, saying, no, why are you defending Joe Biden and stuff like that? And I couldn't believe it. And um, I think it's really obvious. And conservatives look bad right now. They look so like... Why you, you, so you trust what you see with your eyes, yes, but you don't trust yes, your thoughts? Correct. Amazing. So, like, if someone were to say, like, Jesse did X, right? You beat up Jeremiah, right? And, 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 and I'd By be like, way, no, no, he didn't. I beat him up. I drug him across the lawn. That I would believe. Yeah. No, but, but if I saw you do that, Jeremiah, I'd be like, no, I saw him do it. I saw him do it. I, I, I believe that. I, I watched him do that with my eyes. Amazing. Let me take this, young man. You had your hand. Yes, sir. Hold on, right here real fast. Then I got to wind down. I'll take you to So I agree with the last statement. Um, I th- you trust what you see with your eyes? Yes. So and why? When I'm driving down the street and I see the, it's a red light, I'm going to have to trust that it means stop. But some people think the light is red when it's really green. Or so think it's green when it's red. Like, oh, there's my God, people I that are co- There's green. people that are colorblind that might not no, see not the color. No, not even colorblind. I think it's what we see is objectively one of our five sons senses, but it's the conclusions we draw from that that makes people makes people have the wrong impressions of just what they're seeing. Like, for instance, with the Joe Biden scene, like, we only see one square image. Right. We don't know what's happening before that happened. We don't know what happened after it. We yeah. don't know what was said. So it's, yes, we actually see that, and we could trust with our senses what is going on but the conclusions for the, from that is something we need more information on. We cannot just only go off of what we see. So when you heard those things about Joe and they were showing the, the videos to prove what they were saying, did you believe it at any point? I didn't believe what the women are saying because, I can, again, I can only go off of just the images that were shown. Right. And I, the one thing that you harp on that I totally that i totally buy why wouldn't they say anything at that moment yeah because if it was serious then every then we we can all we can't really make that decision off just one picture frame right just like the marketing gentleman says it could be manipulated it could it could be framed to only give us make us see only part of it did you ever see him as creepy i in my opinion, I can consider it creepy only because that's not how I would behave around women. So you saw Joe Biden as creepy? Yeah. You did? And did you see him that way because they introduced creepy to you or did you see it for yourself first? Um, it's hard to decide. I, I, I think 
I think part of it was that I was maybe buying into some of the conservative memes and just creepy Joe is kind of just in the ether. And maybe that all kind of bought into like I was just my my mind was being deceptive of what I was actually seeing. Yes. But I would I would never go out and say like he was like a predator or anything. Have you ever called him creepy to someone else? Honestly, yes. You have, right? And you never met him. No. And you don't know, you weren't there when you were hugging the women or any of that stuff, but yet you call him creepy to other people because the media and the people who accuse him called him that, right? Right. And Is that fair to Joe? I don't think that's fair right yeah. now. Just after this like whole week of people talking about it and it being more of a dis- in the discussion, um, I don't think that was, that was really fair assessment on my part yeah. because I was really just going off of what I was seeing. Right on. Okay. What, what do you think about Trump posting that video on Twitter? I don't know he posted like a similar creepy Joe meme. Thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that in a minute. That's a really good question because I didn't see that video. We we had kind of been going back and forth about this all weekend. Oh, okay. So. Um, I got to take right here first, and then I got to wind it down because I'm sorry I'm running out of time here, and I'll be yelled at by the staff. See how mean they look right now? Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Even my bodyguard about to jump on me. Yes. So I don't trust what I see with my physical eyes. Because I'll give you an example. There's a gym I go to, and there's a guy who sometimes works out there, and she dated that guy before me. Right? How so did you find that out? She told me. Ooh. But anyway, there, there was a picture at that gym and I would for a whole year I would think it was that guy on that picture and then you know the devil started working <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden I'm mad at her for no reason she yeah. don't even know why Yeah. and then like a year later I look and it's my friend on the picture it's not even the guy amazing so I don't trust the physical eyes but I do trust when I can see like with clear eyes like right. when you're talking to me and I do like I do see him wrong yeah. and I do see like I didn't go to hell to bring I'm dragging her into hell with me yeah. You know what I mean? That's so right. I trust those eyes. That's when, a very good Because that's man. what, you know, that's God showing me. That's yeah. why I trust. Well, I'm glad you straightened the hell thing out before y'all left here. Yeah. Because she's going to sing you to hell tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just, yes, Frankie, real fast. And nobody else raise your hand. I got to stop. Oh, I'll be yelled at. Creepy staff. I know, I know some blind people. I know some people who were physically blind, you know, uh, for years. And I've, uh, I've heard some people that were blind. I've heard some people that were seeing, and they gone blind. And they, are, they were offered the miracle of having their sight back, and they refused. They said they don't want their sight back. And these are fully functional people, yeah. professionals. Do you trust what you see with your eyes? I don't. Did you call Joe creepy at any time? Never. You never call him creepy? Never. He lie. He's... <laughs> He's the kind of no, guy you can have a drink with, you know. He's, he's, you have he's a, a regular drink with guy. Joe? Huh? You said you have a drink with him? I'd have a drink with him. Well, no wonder you didn't call him creepy. <laughs> Is he going to be paying so. for it? <laughs> let me say this because of time, y'all. I'm totally out of time, but let me just say, oh, about the Trump thing, I saw that. I still didn't believe it about Joe. Right, but, but Trump using that to get votes. That's what that's for. He's using it. Um... Never, ever, ever, never, 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 ever, ever, never, ever trust what you see with your eyes. 
Don't trust your eyes and don't trust what you hear. All right? Number one, if you pay attention, you're going to see that when you see certain things with your eyes, you're being influenced by the voice of Satan about it. He's making a decision, making you believe that you're seeing what you're seeing with your physical eyes. And you cannot even be around. We haven't been around Joe Biden. We don't know anything about Joe Biden. But the ones who are against him are presenting him in a way where make you judge him and go against him based on what they show you. And I don't agree with Joe about politics at all. I would never vote for him and all that. But it's not right. And God said we should treat people, uh, don't do unto others that you would not have them do unto you. And as you judge Joe Biden based on what someone else is showing you, it will come back on you. Because that's what you're putting out. And you can't trust your eyes because Satan controls your eyes. He makes you see what you need to see to stay in a fallen state, to judge your fellow man. I know women, especially women who have told me this. I don't know if any men have said it. But they could be walking across the road and the traffic stop. And then people are just looking at them to make sure they're across before they take off. And they think that the person is thinking negatively of them. Oh, they think I'm ugly. They think I'm fat. And they believe it. And so they look at this person and they see something that's not happening. You cannot trust what you see. And never trust what you hear. Always wait and see for yourself. Because people can tell you lies about other people. And if you don't know it for yourself, you can judge that person and get angry at them or go and tell someone else about it. You ruin their reputation. And then you find out later that, oh, it didn't happen. You finally ask the person, like, no, that didn't happen. What are you talking about? But you've gone around and spread a rumor about someone else and ruined their reputation. How are they going to put it back together again? It's like throwing feathers up in the air from a pillow, and now you find out it wasn't true. How do you gather that back, you know? So don't, we got to be in the world, but not of the world. And the world don't like us. They just want us for votes and to use us. They don't care about us. And they don't mind lying to you and giving you all kind of imagery to control you, to get you believing to a lie. Don't trust what you can see with your finger. Don't doubt it either. Just let it pass by. Have no opinion about it until you know for yourself. It's the Satan mind don't want you to accept you don't know. It want to make you believe something. And it's always lies. How many times someone has asked you about something and you had no clue about it, but you just make up a lie? Act like you're smart. Act like you know, right? I, when I, if, if, if I'm traveling around and I'm lost on the street for some reason, I need to know where another street, I stop and ask someone. And rather than they saying, that person saying, well, I don't know, they start looking around in their head and they give you the wrong direction. They, but because they can't say, I don't know. Because Satan won't let you say, the ego won't let you admit you don't know. So I want you to pay attention to that. You can't trust your eyes. And when I saw the president, the great white hope, run that same video, I still didn't go against Joe. I saw that he was running that to get the votes, to encourage the people to vote for him. I didn't, it didn't make me judge Joe Biden at all. But you got to be careful what you're doing, folks. It's a spiritual battle, and what you put out will come back on you. 
That's why God said, judge not lest you be judged. You will be judged. Somebody's going to judge you. But if you don't, if they should judge you, it won't bother you. You get past it. So be aware of what the world is doing. The world is setting you up to fail in life. The reason so many people haven't sex before marriage and living together, they believe the lies of the world. Oh, it's okay to have sex before marriage. It's okay to have an abortion. It's okay to uh, live together before marriage. It's just love. And it's not love. It's just sex. That's why it doesn't work. All right? So be aware. Don't trust what you see with your eyes. Even with the kids, I, I heard on um, the, uh, the hate report. Y'all know who the hate report is, right? That's James. The baddest white man in this side of heaven. Come let them see you, James. They can't see you back there. <laughs> That's a hate report right there. Uh, and somebody called in and said, well, what about the kids? I see it. I saw it in my own eye with the kids. You didn't see it. You just saw a video of it, right? And kids don't like for people to pat them on the head or kiss them on the cheek anyway. They go, oh, stop. They don't even like for their parents to do it. Just because a kid is over is reacting to someone pat him on the head or kiss on the cheek, that doesn't mean molestation or that you're being wrong. In the good old days, even when we went to church and you took your child to church, the old people were like, hey, that's your baby. How you doing, baby? Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> and the kid was like, ah. <laughs> now, if we were like, like most people are today, we saw that, we'd be calling it molesting. Oh, that's weird what they're doing. The kids just don't like it. They don't even like, at certain age, they don't like for the parents to be kissing them and stuff. Have you noticed that? But they'll call that molestation nowadays, especially if a man is doing it. I'm telling you, the devil is busy. Don't ever believe anything that he tells you. He's lying about everything. Every thought is a lie. That's why God said, bring your thoughts into captivity. They all lies about everything. And don't believe another person just because they said it. If you don't see it for yourself, just let it pass. It's okay not to know. And he will reveal it to you if it's meant for you to know. All right. Last comment, Ermis, and then I got to end. Oh, hold on for the mic. I think you answered it, but I was going to ask for a clarification. Um, I think what you're saying is basically to get confirmation, right? To what? To get confirmation. In other words, you could see something. I could see someone robbing a bank. I could see, you know, hear them planning a, um, to do it, right? That could be enough evidence to say, hey, that person did it. If you are it. witness to it, right. then you know for yourself. But if it's hearsay, you don't know. But I thought you said don't believe what you hear and see. Right, meaning that... Um, don't believe, like, even even if Satan tells you something about something you're witnessing, don't believe what he's telling you about it. Wait and see. Gotcha. Okay. Don't make up stuff. I got you. Yeah, because he, Satan get involved in everything, all right? You could have to go to the toilet, and you're thinking, oh, I could wait 10 minutes. He's like, no, you need to go now. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you feel like you got to go now. So now you're stopping at McDonald's. <laughs> You got to stop at the coffee shop because you believe you had to go right now. He gets involved in everything. So I want you to be aware so you can doubt everything about him. Because he really gets involved in everything. Have you ever noticed that you had to pee, but it wasn't that bad? And the moment you start thinking about it, all of a sudden you can't hold it. 
Anybody ever done that? But if you didn't think about it, you can wait till you get home. But the moment you start believing that, oh, I got to go now, it gets worse and worse. And you're ready to stop off at the side of the road. <laughs> I'm serious. And if you, you know, you can, don't believe me. Try it. Doubt every thought. Let it all pass. Never believe what you hear about other people and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be amazing what's going to happen for you. It really will. All right. So doubt every thought. What do you want now, Hermes? Hermes is a PR guy. He'll be he'll be lying on me if I don't. I understood what you what? No, go ahead. I thought I understood what you're saying, but I mean, okay. So if you see something, right? Right. I mean, there's a. Oh, I know what the problem is. Yeah. You may Satan allow you to see something, but you don't know that person's heart. They may be thinking something else, and then you see them and accuse them, and they're like stunned because that's not what they were thinking or feeling. And but once Satan convinces you. It's hard for that person to convince you that you were wrong. So my question is, are you saying that we should get confirmation? For example, if I see someone You're talking like they, office work. I don't know what that means by like confirmation. Like they're stealing something, right? You, so you need to go to them and ask, are you stealing? That's what I'm asking. That's what oh, you're that saying, Oh, that won't right? hurt. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because otherwise, I mean, if you see something that looks blatantly wrong, I don't know that it's right to doubt what you see. But you don't know what's wrong or right until it's revealed to you. Because you don't know another person, a man or woman, heart. You don't know why they're doing what they're doing. But I can see their action. Like if but I you see, can't judge them by that, by that. But if I see that they're breaking a law, right, or they're taking something that doesn't belong to them, or I, you know what I mean? I know what you're saying about the confirmation. But what do you mean by confirmation? Like go to them and ask? Yeah. Them? yeah. Right. That's why God said when someone fought, say things about you, and when that person comes to you, whisper in your ear, uh, uh, Joel said you're a liar. Don't believe it. Like, okay, I, let's get Joel to prove it. Let's see why he said that, right? Don't just take that person's word about it. Go to the person. Okay, you said that this person said this. I'm going to go and get them and see if they said it. That's how you prove it. You mean that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's not enough if, I, if you see something that looks wrong to just say doubt it. I think there's a missing element where well, you should get confirmation. If that When person, I say doubt it, just let it pass. Don't judge it as right or wrong. But what if you don't should... like intentionally doubt it either? Just watch it. Okay. What if you should take action? I mean, you'd be sitting there seeing something and like, oh, I'm going to doubt it. But it could be a situation where you actually but need to take action. But you know, supposed to be. What's wrong with you, boy? Yeah, I just, you're making my job hard here. I'll make it. It's a little bit unclear for me, but. I, you know. But you're not supposed to be saying, okay, I doubt it either. Don't say that either. Just watch it. We are the observer. God is the creator. He's the light. And he will show you all things. He will let you see what's going on. So don't say to yourself, oh, that woman is choking that man, but I doubt what I see. <laughs> no, don't do it that way either. Jesus made that point. When you doubt what you see with your physical eye, you're going to see clearly with your spiritual eye. It will be revealed because you're trusting the light now. That what you mean? I'm just trying to make sure there's no confusion, maybe for some other people. But, but you I, make I it what confusing. Saying. What's that? You made it confused. I don't know. Am I the only one that has that question? No, yeah. I other confused people get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. Uh, I can't take any more hands. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I, I can't, Frank. I'm out of time. But let me just say in closing, 
Our battle is a spiritual battle, folks. It had nothing to do with color, nothing to do with the physical. And if you get to know yourself, he will, and you admit that you're wrong, he'll wake you up so you can see. A lot of people are asleep and don't know it. I didn't know I was asleep. I was reading the Bible, going to church, doing all the things the preacher said, but still I was asleep, asleep and didn't know it. Really. And so when you get to know yourself, pay attention, let those thoughts pass, just relax and let them go. You'll wake up and forgive, go and forgive because you're not going to get into the kingdom of heaven within unless you forgive. Don't ask for forgiveness, but forgive and God will forgive you. It's a whole different world when you wake up. Everything else around you is an illusion. It really is an illusion. But if you're in a fallen state, you don't know it. You just know you have a lot of problems. Things are not working out. But it's because you live in an illusion. But when you come back into reality, and he will bring you back if he wants to, and you're going to see it's a whole different world. It really is. It'll blow your mind. And then you're going to start realizing how much deception you have believed in all your life. That you've been totally brainwashed. Some people meant to do it. Some didn't. They were just giving you what they knew. But you've been brainwashed all your life. And don't know it. And it's so sad because Christ came that we may be free. Everything was put back in order. Everything is normal. It's back in order, but you got to come back to the reality of that. You shouldn't be suffering the way you're suffering. God did not want you to suffer. That's why he sent his son. So he's like, Jesus, go down there and help those poor people. They're all blind and cannot see. That's why Jesus wept, because he realized all the teaching he did, all the example he gave, people still couldn't see. Because the intellect makes you pick up what you hear to, and you start repeating it as though you see what's going on. And you really don't. So watch yourself. I recommend a silent prayer, silentprayer.video. Uh, speak up but don't resent. And then have a wait and see attitude. Just wait and see. It'll work out. Like I'll tell this young lady about school. You don't have to decide right now if you want to go to college or not. And just because the deadline is in May, another deadline will come at another time. And you will see what to do. So don't even get into it. Don't be confused like that. It'll be shown to you. All right? Um, I think that's it, folks. I don't have a biblical question yet. I hope to have one by tomorrow morning. But thank you all for tuning in. And don't forget to donate to the nonprofit, to the church. Go to rebuildingtheman.com. We have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. So if you need counseling, we provide excellent counseling. We do it with all men and women, boys and girls around the world. Uh, we have T-shirts and all that good stuff there. Don't forget to do the silent prayer video. And thank you all so much for tuning in, tuning in. And thank you all for coming. This has been amazing. I hope this helped a little bit, all right? Thank you very much.